you only get one chance to save the galaxy twice. The Super Marvel Bros are here to tell you about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Here we go. Welcome, everybody, to the Super Marvel Bros podcast, the podcast where me, Sam Flowers, and my brother, Zach Flowers, go through every single Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, and we'll get to the shows. We're getting to it. You kind of know at this point. I mean, if there's this many episodes in. If you've been listening for a long time, you get the shtick. If you're brand new to this, I think you can kind of guess if you just look at the episode listing. I am here, of course, with my brother, Zach Flowers, as always. Zach, how are you doing? I'm doing good. It's uh, yeah, we don't, if, if you're new, then <laughs> screw you. You should just have listened from the beginning. And if you've been listening to us, what up old slobs, <laughs> <laughs> the old slobs are here to listen to us talk about guardians of the galaxy volume two. Now, Zach, as I said earlier, this one might actually be my favorite Marvel movie. And after rewatching it, I've got news for you. This is still my favorite Marvel movie that we've seen so far. I think Thor Ragnarok, once we get to that, that might be its competition. But you know what? I think I can easily say this one is probably my favorite out of everything we've seen so far. Yeah, this def- this is, this one's up there. Um, I mean, Guardians 1 always holds a special place. But after, because I think when I watched these, I watched them like back to back because I was like on such a rush from Guardians 1 that I was like, all right, I've got to go right to Guardians 2 now. So I think after watching it back to back, yeah, the Guardians... Guardians 2 is just a better, I think, overall movie, even though it's kind of like the same thing yeah. as the first one. But they uh, they definitely uh, learned from the first one and corrected any mistakes they made. And this one is just nonstop, uh, just entertainment. I would say it's just it's way funnier, I think, than the first one. And it's just this one's just an all out comedy, I think. Yeah. I think the comedy aspects really work, but also from like an actual production standpoint, the cinematography in this movie is just so gorgeous to look at. There are so many moments in this where you could just pause the screen and it's just such a beautiful picture that it is right there. Like even when Gamora is just kind of stuff is yeah, awesome. Yeah. But like, even for example, when Gamora is just sitting all alone by herself and she's just there kind of like in the field, like even that when there's nothing going on, it's still just so beautiful to look at. And that's probably why this is one of, if not my favorite, as I've been saying out of all the Marvel movies is just from a pure cinematography standpoint alone. Yeah. It's a spectacular movie. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, you know what? Let's just, uh, let's just jump right on into it. So we start out Missouri, 1980, we get young Kurt Russell and he's taking Peter Quill's mom into the forest, talking about some plants and how it's going to conquer, like go across the entire universe. Then 34 years later, boom, action sequence. They're starting off fighting against a giant monster. what do you think of that opening fight? Uh, the opening fight was awesome. Obviously, uh, 
I think we talked about this in Guardians 1, just like how the soundtrack and stuff is just so killer. And I think uh, that <laughs> the Mr. Blue Sky was just, it just really amped it up with, because it's a real fun, loving sort of like song. And then all that crazy action and stuff. And then, uh, of course, we get uh, Drax being like, I guess, quote unquote, the hero of it, even though he's <laughs> definitely not. But we definitely see in this movie, I think compared to Guardians 1, where I think Drax was a little bit funny in this one. This one, he's just all comedy <laughs> in this movie. So everything, he's uh, he's really letting the audience know. He's the laugh track, I guess, because he's really yeah. letting you know when you should laugh because he laughs out loud. It's almost like an Adam Sandler movie where he laughs out at his own jokes. Yeah. And I really like how they essentially made Drax dumber and way more like to the point with any of his phrasing, because as you like we heard earlier in the first movie, they're like, oh, yeah, he doesn't get metaphors. Those go right over his head. Meanwhile, in this, he's just like even more of like the straight man with everything that he's saying, like right to your face. And he has it in the exact same tone and cadence just about every single time, unless, of course, he's laughing at someone, which he does a lot more in this movie, too. Yeah, did you see like some rumors that he's not gonna want to do Guardians three or something? I didn't see that. I did see, however, that apparently Dave Batista, like people are saying, oh, he should join in like with the Fast and Furious crew, and he's like, no, no, I don't want to do that stuff. I feel like I'm above that. Meanwhile, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy and that one Uber movie with Kumail Nanjiani. So is he really above all that stuff? Hey, he was just in. I just saw a Netflix uh, that Army of the Dead movie, the Zack Snyder one that just came out. Uh, is actually pretty, like pretty good. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't see <laughs> yeah. that. Uh. Maybe I'll have to get around to that. I mean, we do have all these other Marvel movies that we have to watch. Yeah. So I kind of want to get through those first before I start on. A but needless to say, Stuber, my spy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So is he really like above all this? No. Plus, he was in the WWE. Why wouldn't he want to continue with all the fun stuff? But I don't know. That's that's for him. I know he was in the Blade Runner movie and uh, he was also in one of the James Bonds. I can't remember that. It's just like, you know, big tough guy. So. Who knows with him, but I doubt he's not going to join up again for Guardians 3. I mean, he was part of the, the like whole cast saying, Disney, what are you doing firing James Gunn from Guardians 3? Like, I know he was part of the forefront of that, so I really doubt he wouldn't come back to join it. So, I don't know. We'll find out. But anyway, he's hilarious in this movie, and uh, I think the addition to, like, the way that he's so dumb, but Mantis in this movie, who we get, uh, is also, like, really like just naive and stupid about stuff like he's able to play his pranks on her even though his pranks are really really stupid <laughs> like like her just saying can i pet your like can i pet your dog and he's like yeah go ahead and then rocket of course tries to bite her hand and he's like oh what a good prank <laughs> yeah like it's not even a prank <laughs> i know <laughs> and then i also like the point when he's like oh you're hideous and she's like really and he's like yeah but it's good that you're hideous otherwise people would be lying to your face the whole time <laughs> <laughs> and, like he's such a jerk about it but then i forget where it is i think i wrote it down at uh at one point oh i maybe i didn't but he was like i think gamora was attacking him and saying like you're an idiot drax and then he's like hey there's no need to get personal <laughs> after like he was saying all that mean stuff to mantis too so yeah is it this one i don't know they all sort of run together because it's like the first one this one and then like 
the Infinity War stuff uh, where he's eating the chips incredibly still. Is that this one? <laughs> I think that's Infinity War. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but still, they carry on the comedy in that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing, because I know that was one of my like few complaints, which isn't even really a complaint because it was the first movie. They didn't know what they were doing with Drax yet. But I just love that now we get full on comedy Drax at this point. So that's pretty good. And then another thing that they without a doubt improve upon is the villain of Ego, a.k.a. Kurt Russell being in this movie, who is so much better than what's his name? Ronan. Like, he's, like, actually a force to be reckoned with, which, spoiler alert, I'm jumping to this right now, uh, call up Captain Marvel. In fact, why is Captain Marvel not investigating this guy? Because as we saw, he's trying to destroy, like, a, like almost every single planet. The entire universe. The <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why, I'm surprised that she wasn't on a planet, and then all of a sudden, like, his giant cloud thing started encapsulating, and she's like, wait a second. Maybe I should go check this out. Like, this is without a doubt. Call her up. Like, you need her help uh, without a doubt. Yeah, this is one of those where I think he's such a good actor. And, uh, like, he brings a lot to the movie in just his, like, sort of personality and stuff. And, like, he's great. But I think from, like, the standpoint of is he a great villain? I think he's just another one of, like, I didn't like it as a villain, per se. I love the movie, but I was like, oh, it's generic. Yeah, he's gonna take over and turn over thing into the world. It was just like, yeah, I'll turn into a blob. It's like, why isn't, yeah, like you said, why hasn't anybody been looking into this? If he's a eternal god, he would have been, like, more powerful that just, like, the Guardians of the Galaxy could have needed help to take him out or something. I don't know. See, but what really works with that is, without a doubt, like, family and fatherhood. Like, that's a huge theme throughout oh, that's this the entire, entire theme. That's the entire theme of the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And him being Peter's actual biological father, bringing him in, like, showing him the love. And Peter even, like you know, being a part of it, realizing his God powers. But then like, you know, he crosses the line when he says, Hey, I was the one who killed your mother when I had to put the tumor in her head. Like then that's when his dad are having a catch. Yeah. That, and he even <laughs> says earlier in the movie, he's like, that's all I ever wanted was a dad who I could have catch with. Like, and then he gets that later on in the movie. Like, and I think the fact that it's such a personal relationship that runs really well through the themes of this movie. Sure. He might not be like necessarily like the most interesting villain we've ever seen in any of these comic book movies, but I think it's so perfect for this movie and everything that it's trying to do. And I know he's almost definitely not going to come back in any future movies, but it works so well. And again, Kurt Russell is such a great actor too, that it worked like a lot for me. Yeah. Well, and I think going on the fatherhood thing of the, uh, of this movie, that is like the theme of the movie. Cause it's like, yeah, he, it's not about who your biological father is necessarily, because then, uh, what's his name, y Yandu or whatever, is like, he's his actual dad. He, he's like, he may be your father, son, but he ain't your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yandu gets yeah. a lot of screen time in this one. He gets Yandu has probably the, one of the best lines, is, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> yes, the most, um, probably the most iconic line from this movie. <laughs> Was he a cool dude? <laughs> Super. It's just like, it's just hilarious, but also like super heartfelt at the same time because he's like actually like wants to just be cool. Yeah, I mean, because even for his son. <laughs> 
and I mean, Peter even gets that at the very end when they have Yondu's funeral. And then he's like, you know, I always said my dad was exactly like David Hasselhoff, except, you know, Yondu didn't have a talking car, but he did have an arrow he could control with his mind. So I guess I did yeah. have David Hasselhoff. So. And yeah, like, and also with the themes of fatherhood too, I just want to get this in and then you can get in your yeah, point too. Yeah, go ahead. Like you do have baby Groot and pretty much every single one of the guardians like is a parental figure to baby Groot. Like they're all trying to essentially make up the mistakes of the past in a way. Like yeah. Peter's and trying to be more love. Like they're all it's trying all, to be more It's all about, this movie's all about family. You got Gamora going through the stuff with her sister. It's just, that's why they're doing a Guardians Christmas special probably because <laughs> their movie's all about family. Yeah, it's like Fast and Furious. Maybe that's another reason why I, I like this movie so much. It's just like that. Boom. Now maybe, maybe the Fast and Furious universe will go to space and because 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 oh. dom toretto is vin diesel and he's he's the one in charge so he's like i can combine Groot and vin oh. diesel and he can be the guardians i mean fast and furious ted guardians volume four exactly they'll, now they'll never make that movie because then they would have to cancel making movies forever because that would be the peak <laughs> of cinema right there they, they need something new now they're like movies are done we can't get any better exactly they're gonna be like why would anybody else want to watch any other movie this is the peak right here let's just stop and shut the whole industry down i mean come on that's impossible you can't do that <laughs> And if he Groot would be like in a car next to Vin Diesel because it'd be CGI, and he'd be like, he'd be like, I am Groot, and Vin Diesel would be like, No, we're family. <laughs> <laughs> I'd also imagine um one of the cars is about to get like completely destroyed or is on the verge of just getting like blown up, and then Groot just like morphs with the car and just helps the car keep going too. There's too many characters that would have to be like a four-hour movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be fine. I'd much rather watch a four-hour movie of the Guardians of the Galaxy and Fast and Furious combination instead of like Justice League. So yeah, I'd be I'd be completely fine with all that stuff. So it would be so much action. I don't think anybody would be able to take it. It'd be too awesome that people's heads would literally explode. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like <laughs> it's just. It, we can't allow it to happen as great as it would be it would be for the worst of humanity like this movie cannot be released <laughs> it would start the apocalypse because people would just start going absolutely insane and driving people bonkers because their minds couldn't be wrapped around bass world meets the guardians <laughs> <laughs> it would just be too awesome too much fun the oscars would be like forget it we can't do it give them everything even... no the oscars would the oscars would still try to be like we're doing actual art here and everybody would be like shut the hell up show us the cars <laughs> Then I guess they win every People's Choice Awards. That's what they get. Yes. <laughs> so they buy the Oscars. <laughs> so back to the actual movie now. Oh yeah, what are we talking about? <laughs> Let's talk about the Stan Lee cameo because uh, this is a pretty fun one. So as they're jumping through hyperspace, like going through portal to portal, which is another really fun sequence, yeah, changing their faces. Which is yeah. Awesome. We get Stan Lee talking to what I'm pretty sure they're the Watchers. And I think their characters are, they just watch everything that happens in the universe. Yeah. And Stanley's line, he's like, so that time I was a Federal Express man. And as we just saw in Civil War, what was he doing? 
working for FedEx. Yeah, <laughs> so, so he's just telling him about his cameos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And all the fun times he had showing up to like all the random moments, I guess, throughout the universe, which means Stanley is like, it is like the fan theory where he is the one that connects everything together. So we get that. I can't wait for the uh, Marvel What If also. Like, I mean, that's going to oh, be yeah, a fun show right there. Too yeah and loki it's gonna be because i think one of the episodes of that is like what if uh t'challa was picked up by yondu instead of peter quill so that's gonna be a nice little role reversal right there so that'll seem like yeah, that'll we'll be a lot see of fun. how that goes it'll be probably fun yeah exactly um we also yeah. get an, another the movie <laughs> another cameo that we get also was david hasselhoff showing up when uh ego is just kind of changing his appearance randomly and we get a little bit of hasselhoff and hasselhoff sings in this movie too at the very end the original song that they made for this did you catch that yeah I did. It's just <laughs> then he's in the credits and stuff. Yeah, and he even says, "We are Groot." <laughs> yeah, I I think that was uh, it was a fun that was a fun cameo as well. Uh, it just reminded me. I mean, it was South Park was ripping it off of something, but I just always think of South Park when they have the uh, taco that poops ice cream when they're trying to take like the form that best best suits them. <laughs> just like changing his form to david hasselhoff what uh what were your thoughts on taser face as a little side villain oh i mean dumb villain but hilarious name that's why they're just like making fun of him the whole time he's basically a joke all those guys were basically a joke that's why i was saying this movie was just funny i know comedy (laughs) nothing mattered his whole uh thing for why it's taser face is just like it's metaphorical and they're like well what is the metaphor (laughs) yeah (laughs) everyone's just confused by it yeah everybody is just a bunch of idiots (laughs) yeah um so I'm trying to think if there's anything else because I mean pretty much I mean the short of it is like this whole movie is great if you somehow haven't seen it definitely go see it without a doubt yeah this movie is I mean all about family the new characters we get are Mantis pretty much because she sticks around Um, yeah I mean the keynotes are Yondu spoiler alert Yondu dies but we kind of already talked about that with his funeral and stuff and R.I.P. You get to see all the cool uh, other guardians and like or not the other guardians other ravager groups uh and stuff with uh sylvester stallone being the oh yeah because <laughs> i guess like i guess there's two versions i had to look this up there's two versions of the guardians of the galaxy and pretty much the main one that we know is like the newer version and the one that um stallone is in that apparently yondu's a part of too is the original one that's from like the 70s or something oh. like that so yeah did not know that yeah well there's a there's another fun little tidbit right there for you yeah, so what uh I guess we'll do some stats on this movie. <laughs> oh yeah, let's uh let's get into some stats. We already talked about Kirk Stanley Camp. You know, we introduce any new characters, uh Captain Marvel, and we do some post credits and uh, we'll we'll stats. get to post credits, but let's uh let's do some stats first because I think um I don't want to spoil anything for you, but I think the box office revenues for these next three is gonna be pretty interesting. So oh, yeah. This had a budget of $200 million. How much do you think it made? I'm guessing a billion. No, uh, a lot. that's a lot more, but uh, it made $863.8 million. Oh, it still made a lot of money. Yeah, still made uh, more money than the first Guardians of the Galaxy. 
and it is probably other than the like three that have made a billion three or four this is probably the next highest up if i had to uh say so um let's get to some of the post credit scene because there was a lot to talk about in this yeah there's first, a lot to take in here first we have uh one of the uh ravengers that helped yondu baby groot and rocket escape uh is trying to take control of yondu's arrow because that was his uh, little thing and he ends up hitting drax in like the throat or something what's his name the uh, director's brother i can't sean gun sean gun <laughs> yeah yeah i thought it was uh i really like the fact that of course out of everyone that it could have hit it ended up hitting drax and hurting him yeah <laughs> ah just drags it's he's too good in this one and movie mvp possibly <laughs> yeah, should definitely. Should, we should be giving out mvp awards to us <laughs> some of the people in this <laughs> then post credit scene number two we get the original guardians reuniting and uh the voice of like the little robot head was voiced by miley cyrus so <laughs> I, I mean that's just what i'm saying she had one line in the movie but she gets a cameo and is part of sly stallone's guardians that are all super old then post credit scene three i think this is the important one that's actually going to come into play probably in the third guardians of the galaxy is that they're trying to tease the character adam warlock who kind of works for the gold people that we saw at the beginning of the movie and then i think he also becomes a hero and eventually like teams up with the guardian so he's probably in the third one going to be somebody who's again a villain at first and then he's going to team up with them later on but they're giving us that little tease for that character later on well yeah and he was huge in the uh like actual infinity like comic books because i remember when when, but when Infinity War is coming out, like I read, I uh, did a lot of like reading like that, like specific sort of uh, comic and stuff, and uh, that's why like when all the James Gunn stuff a couple of years ago, where like they removed him from the movie and then they had to push back, and that's why Guardians being pushed back like so far is yeah. like, all that nonsense and stuff. It's like Disney. So, I swear I to God, mess this up. I will. That's what I'm saying. I don't even know if they're gonna pay off on that because like they were probably supposed to pay off on it before <laughs> and now not, not. yeah and <laughs> so especially it, it might be a wasted it, it might be a wasted really really good opportunity for like a tease that they're not gonna do yeah so. and and i mean also do the fact that like oh my i mean i'm gonna be so mad at disney if they end up ruining this trilogy <laughs> that explosion was brought to you by my mom coming in and interrupting the podcast so as I was saying earlier, Adam Warlock, I really hope that that does pay off and that Disney did not screw everything up with this trilogy because those first, these first two movies are definitely top tier Marvel movies. I really like them both. And we know that the Guardians are going to appear in Thor Love and Thunder, which is going to be released before Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So I don't know what storyline or what the character arcs are really going to look like, if there will be a payoff with any of this, if there won't be. But I really, really hope that just Disney did not screw this up. And at the end of the day, if The Suicide Squad is a crappy movie, and that essentially is what we get instead of just Guardians of the Galaxy 3 earlier, I'm also going to be very, very disappointed in it. I think so. The Suicide Squad will be decent just because like it'll be that sort of guardians y james gunny yeah sort of, uh, 
I have faith in it. It's simply just because it's DC and you have no idea if it's going to be good or bad. That's they don't have to connect with each other. So you don't have to worry about it. Everything's I, a one-off. I know it's, it's all one-offs. They don't care. And if they want to make it connect, they'll say it connects or not. Like that'll just yeah. get figured out. Post-credit scene. Number four, we get teenage group. We get that little tiny tease. That's essentially going to come into play in infinity war. And then we get the fifth post-credit scene. The final one, the Watchers leaving Stan Lee because he has just been babbling on about the his, the adventures he was on of just being in cameos. So even yeah. they're kind of done with Stan Lee at that point. <laughs> yeah, so overall, great watch. Uh, recommend to, if, if you're watching, like, if you're watching on TV, yeah, I'll turn it on because it's hilarious. So yeah, I would even say like, I think maybe a year ago or something like that. I remember I had to just kill time before I had to go to one of my friend's house. And I was like, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is on. Yeah, I'm putting that on. That's going to kill the two hours I need to waste. So, you know, even with commercials, I will definitely put that on. So yeah, so cool. Well, uh, what are we doing next? Up next, we have Spider-Man Homecoming the start of what will be another trilogy of the Marvel solo Spider-Man movies and, you know, all that. So great. It'll be a sweat slinging good time. So catch you next week. Good night, everybody. If you would like more of the Super Marvel Bros podcast, please do not forget to hit subscribe right there on Spotify and also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Super Marvel Bros Pod. Thank you very much for listening.